So yeah, we've got an entire week of uh, shark movies. Uh, I've only watched a couple of them. I watched Mississippi River Sharks. <laughs> uh, sharks attack a fish rodeo on the Mississippi River. Hold it, hold it. What? Shark attack. Yeah, yeah, shark, sharks attack. Rodeo. We get that. Sharks attack. That's that's that's, that's a, given. a given. Yeah. What? A what? A fish a rodeo. Fish rodeo. Yep. <sighs> Is that a real thing? I'm checking. <laughs> Welcome to Nerd Burger, episode 229. It's a podcast. The guy and a guy and a gal on Skype. <laughs> F and Skype. F and Skype. <laughs> New band name, I call them. <laughs> we've, we've been considering renaming the podcast to F and Skype. Skype. <laughs> How's it going, Craig? It's going pretty good, Mike. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, What's new with you? What's new with me? Uh, there's a Murders and Acquisitions Quick Start Guide that is available for free. If you want to just get a glimpse of what the game is like, it has very, very, very basic rules. It doesn't have all of it, just enough to like play a game. And it's ah. got, uh, you know, an adventure and pre- pre-generated bare characters. bones. The absolute bare bones. It's got about half the rule set. Half of the core rule set. It has none of the add-on <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Wait, which chapter is the core rule set? Chapter two. Okay. And it does not have character creation in it at all. It just gives you pre-gens. It doesn't teach you yep. how to make a yep. character. So you want to make a character, you got to buy the book. <laughs> <laughs> or or reverse engineer how the characters are made. <laughs> Probably easier to just shell out. The yeah, but it also doesn't have bucks, information right? on how to how to advance them relative to the other. You'd have to reverse engineer all sorts of stuff. Anyway, we're not going to worry about that. So there's we're that. Going, there's that. We're going to go talk to our guest who is finally back after a long, long time gone. Yay! Hello. Hi, Lisa. Hi. I missed you all. Oh, we missed you too. <laughs> well, I appreciate that sentiment. It's like we don't get enough Weird Al anymore on the themes. <laughs> we haven't had any special guests on for a while. We're going to be um, alleviating that very soon. Uh-oh. We have cool. multiple one-shot kind of never been on the show before special guests coming up over the course of the next several months. It'll be interesting. Oh, yeah. Some uh, some situations have arisen where some people are like, hey, we could have this person on the show. <laughs> well, we got, you know, somebody that's going to be pimping something and somebody that uh, um, you may have seen on the television shows. Mm. Oh. Oh, 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 wait and see. You guys are going big time now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Got one one person <laughs> that's been on a TV show. I'm gonna see you with JJ Abrams on the show soon. <laughs> oh man. Um Do Talk we know him? About... <laughs> Personally? Yeah, no. lens flare. I know of him. <laughs> you know, we add lens flares to every podcast. We do, you just can't see them. <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch on the live stream. Yeah, on the secret webcam link. That's where all the uh, the lens flares live. <laughs> Good lord! A, a, a tasteful amount, just enough. <laughs> yes, a tasteful amount, like J.J. Abrams does. Like mm-hmm. you know, eighty of them. 
a nice round number. Yeah, divisible by ten. Hopefully they have nice living quarters at least. Like a little lens flare sweatshop. <laughs> lens flare sweatshop. It's probably got a got a got a quick I got a quick button on his uh on his video editor just boom and just boom and just throws a lens flare in the a corner. A whole bunch of uh preset lens flare types. Yeah. Seven of them. Lens flare number four. Boom. Give me a number four and have it come from the upper left. Now. Dura- right, duration, 0.5 seconds. Right as we first see this important character's face for the first time. Aww. <laughs> Is that a thing? I don't know, but if you do too many lens flares at some point, it's, you're going to have a gonna poor, happen. poorly timed one. It's going to obscure something. But if they're all fake, then they had, you know, they shouldn't, none of them should ever be poorly timed. They should all be perfect. Yes, because when when movie makers make movies, they never make mistakes. Aren't those all? They never make poor choices. Those are all. That's not the point. They never. You're saying they never make poor choices. <laughs> Speaking of J.J. Abrams, like where Chewbacca and Leia went after they got back when Hunt you, you, you stuff happened. Well, now he's never coming on the show. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we were we were this close to having J.J. Abrams on the show. He's, he's going to listen to this, this show. Close. He's going to have us on speed dial. He's going to be ready to hit call, and he's going to hear that and that. <laughs> what the hell is that? It's your autoplay you again. I don't have any autoplay. I think your computer has autoplay. <laughs> it's, just, it's got AI. It's developing its own. Too. Yeah, it's, it's developing its own... Uh, well, there's a sarcastic thing, there's a pa- sense of humor. There's a page oh, with, Craig hates autoplay, huh? How about this? Yeah, there's a page here that's got some video on it, but you got to press the play button. Like K two. Okay, well let's 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 get to let's yeah, let's get to that let's get to that stuff so that I can turn those pages off. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> In your defense, it wasn't doing this before we started, so. <laughs> no kidding. Unlike last week. What the hell? And the week before. What's news, Craig? Here we go. Las Vegas, a city built upon sand, broken dreams, and $5 lobster. A city where you can get a happy ending, but only if you pay a little extra. A city home to a sporting event greater than the World Cup, World Series, and World War II combined. Live from Las Vegas, it's the Las Vegas International Dodgeball Open here on ESPN 8, The Ocho. Bringing you the finest in seldom seen sports from around the globe since 1999. If it's almost a sport, we've got it here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this year's annual Las Vegas International Dodgeball Open. Brought to you exclusively here on ESPN 8, The Ocho. All right. We all know The Ocho, right? Is that real or fake? That's from the movie Dodgeball. So it's fake. It's fake. You haven't seen the movie Dodgeball. I have not. Oh, my God. Is there a sequel? No. ESPN is making the Ocho real for a day. Oh, it's only for a day. (laughs) Now, here's the... Wait, is it August 8th? No, here's... Is it September 8th? Yeah, here's the bothersome part. It is on August 8th. Now, as we're recording this, that's coming up on Tuesday. Yeah, so that's yesterday, if you're listening. If you're listening, it's already gone by. But that means... You have time to prepare for next year. No. What? Why? It means that you can probably go online and watch anything because you know darn well that all the the dodgeball fans are going to record this. (laughs) 
And they're not just branding it the A. They're actually taking um, ESPNU, which is the college sports station, and they're making it the Ocho. For one day. <laughs> for one day. And um, <laughs> they're... Uh, they are going to be, in fact, um, um, featuring the finest in seldom seen sports. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to kick Stop. things off at. They'll kick things off at 12 a.m. with the 2016 American Disc Golf Championship. <laughs> that, that's a real thing. <laughs> Which, since it involves throwing something, is actually more of a sport than golf. Um, <laughs> that will be followed by the 2016 Roller Derby Championships. Oh, which frankly needs to be on television more. So if 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 throwing something makes something more of a sport than hitting it with something with, with a stick, does that mean that baseball is simultaneously both more and less of a sport at the same time? Yes. Okay. And then uh, and then they will also be airing a dodgeball tournament, the 2016 Sky Zone Ultimate Trampoline Dodgeball Tournament. <laughs> Trampoline dodgeball? Yeah. Wow. I am going to either record that channel all day or I'm going to make sure, you know, after the fact, I'll go digging up to watch some of this stuff. Even just to watch 10 minutes of trampoline dodgeball on ESPN 8. The that Ocho. sounds like the best birthday party ever. <laughs> trampoline dodgeball. <laughs> You know, dodge, dodgeball in the X and Y axes is just not exciting anymore. We need to introduce the Z axis, I think. <laughs> dodgeball extremes with lots of Zs for the Z axis. <laughs> or dodgeballs. There you go. <laughs> Don't put too many Zs in there or you'll put everyone to sleep. Uh, what else is news? It's the opposite of what puts you to sleep. It's what keeps you awake. It's dodgeballs. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Well, it can be dodgeballs. <laughs> we have that too now, by the way. <laughs> you can do it. It can be with it and have like electricity shooting out of it. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. Anyway, what else, guys? That, that that gets my supposed autoplay issue out of the way. Oh, good. <laughs> Hopefully, maybe. No promises. <laughs> X-Files news? Of course. Because it's that time of year again. Every two years after ten years. <laughs> Tom Tom Harwood is back. Oh, that's good. That's one of the... Um, one of the... Uh, the uh, smoke. Uh, what the hell are they called? <laughs> the smoking gunmen. Yeah, those guys. <laughs> the lone, the lone gunman. <laughs> the lone smoking man. Is sure. Their nemesis. Yeah. And uh, yeah. In the alternate universe, in Fringe, what? Huh? Oh. Tom. Tom Harwood is which? Okay. Uh, he's, he's Byers. He, yeah. Okay. He's the he's the the little furry guy. He's the Hobbit of. No, that Byers is the the well dressed fella. Byers is the well dressed fella. That's what I'm talking Fro, about. Frohick, no, Frohicky's the little. Well, they're both little, aren't they? Oh, okay, I'm not going to fight this. What, what what's your news? <laughs> this, is, this is going nowhere. <laughs> they're filming, right? Yeah, Very they good. started filming, and, and we and we know and, that because David Duchovny tweeted from his hotel room the skyline of Vancouver <laughs> with the caption, "Oh, gee, I wonder where I am." <laughs> Something like that. And for the record, I don't know whether Tom Harwood is involved this season or not. <laughs> I was just proud of coming up with the name. Well, they're they're dead, so that doesn't mean anything. That's true. They didn't they? 
Did they have them back last season, or yeah, did they, they were, talk they about were, having they them back in, this season? They were in like a drug-induced dream sequence. Oh, that's right. <laughs> they were at a club. All yeah. just do do They were dancing. That's right. Fro hickey surrounded by women. <laughs> he might have had glow sticks or something. I don't remember. It was very psychedelic. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like such a terrible nerd. I Why? haven't ever. I still haven't seen X Files. Ever. Ever. Not even the movie or the other movie nope. that nobody Nothing. liked. <laughs> I've seen commercials. If that counts. Well, that's something, I guess. <laughs> Have you heard the song? Yeah, of course. But but did you hear the other song, the the nineties alternative kind of love song? No, there's a love that, song. That's some yeah, some some woman just made it and put it. I I don't know if she put it on the internet before the internet was famous, or if she actually had a record deal. But it was uh, David Duchovny. Why don't Why won't you love me? Why won't you love me, David Duchovny? Like a scene between him and like an alien, you know, a little romance subplot. I don't know about that. It's just a human lady, I thought. But it was kind of Cheryl Crowish. Because <laughs> it's 90s. Right, exactly. <laughs> I haven't heard that. I so need to break down and watch. That sucks. <laughs> is this it? No, this is the uh, retro transmix X Files theme song. <laughs> like Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find something that actually. What did you say? Makes me want to do the sprinkler dance. The sprinkler. Oh. I was just doing the sprinkler for Mike. I don't think I've ever seen anyone do that. You know. Lawnmower. Oh my god. The, the 90s were terrible. <laughs> Picking cherries. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they had they had previously announced that it would be a mid-season replacement, which could mean it could start at the end of this year or what everyone expected, which was it's probably going to be probably going to be January or February, which is the case it's they they've officially said it's going to be 2018, not not before. So, okie dokie. It's not far off. Nope. That was no. We're in August. This this year is this year is zipping by. It's kind of nutty. What else is news, Craig? Um, Do do any TV news? Do TV news? This is uh, vaguely related to TV. Um, Speaking of television, um, have you watched the Voltron, the new Voltron series on Netflix, going into its third season (laughs) shortly? It's it's new and it's going into its third season. Okay. You clearly you don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't. Do you know what Voltron is? Is that something? Is that like uh? Is that like uh? Transformers? Uh, sort of. Vaguely. If, if you if I've you, heard of it. If you are 65, yes, it is exactly like Transformers. I'm 65 <laughs> at heart. Um, that's the one where they have the the giant the five giant lion robots that all form up and make a giant robot. <laughs> People drive the line robots. Grandpa, have you se- you've seen it? They're all different colors, and they all Dude, make no, a big robot. How is like, that? How is it? Sounds, it sounds like Pacific Rim goes to the zoo. How is that different from the other thing where the five people join up together to make one thing? It's not. It's it's a thing that that 
the Japanese do. Power they, Rangers? They love their... Is that it? They is love that the their, one I'm thinking they of? They love their five giant robots that join up to make a giant robot. How many other Japanese five robots that join up to make one giant robot thing are there? Um, there's about, Besides the two we just discussed. There's about 30 variations of Transformers that do that over the course of the last several decades. Uh-huh. They started with, in America, the one you would remember, the first one would be the Constructicons. There were six construction vehicles. They were Decepticons. They were bad guys. And they joined together to make uh, Destructor or something like that. And then there was one with uh, the, a bunch of planes that did it. And there was like a bunch of Beast Wars ones. And there's, they, they've, they've done this thing 20 times with the Transformers. Uh-huh. And there's a bunch of other stuff, too. And they even stuff like Battle of the Planets was like they didn't join up to make one big robot, but there was five members on the team, and one of them drove, flew the big ship, the big spaceship that they were all in, but then the spaceship could poop out these other little ships <laughs> that the other four people drove. <laughs> like and one Independence was like, Day? One was a race car, and one was a motorcycle, and one was a jet fighter, and one was this robot thingy. <laughs> yes, exactly like Independence Day. Yes, Grandpa. Just like Transformers. <laughs> so anyway, Voltron something or other on Netflix. Uh, well, if you know about Voltron, you know that... Um, <laughs> Which I don't, but go ahead. <laughs> you've got these giant lines and everything. Well, they're, they're getting the Lego treatment. So what you're going to have <laughs> is a bunch of bricks mm-hmm. that can be made, that can be used to build a lion and then five another things. lion and then three more lions and then those th- five lines can be used to As build <laughs> another giant lion robot. shaped bricks it's double construction oh it's it's two-tiered lego <laughs> <laughs> look mom i made all five lions that's great honey you're only part of the way there Aww. you see you it's see simple when the transformers and, and the thundercats get together and love each other very very much yeah thundercats <laughs> what was that that was just a cartoon Oh, the, the, they weren't robots. No, they were they were okay. all Thundercats, Grandpa. but they were big cats. <laughs> like no. these are lions. No, they were anthropomorphized cats, yeah. like kitty cats. Like Lion O was the leader, and he was vaguely lion, lion like. Yeah. There was Panthro and Cheetara and Tigro. Panthro yeah. is that where Apple got the idea to name their operating systems? Absolutely. Okay, that's why, that's why that's familiar to me. Yes, Grandpa. <laughs> exactly. So that that's coming. Lego Lego Voltron is on its way. You know what else is on its way? For the record, I built Lego Voltron out of regular Legos when I was a kid. I made my own Lego Voltron and snapped them all together. It was horrible, but I did it. <laughs> Do you have pictures? No. Then it didn't happen. Whoa! Well, then there's big chunks of my childhood that never happened. Nope. <laughs> we never took pictures of. Early engineering. Yeah, if you don't have pictures and put them on the internet for everyone to see, then it didn't happen. Oh, oh boy. Speaking of the 80s and streaming television <laughs> sure <laughs> uh karate kid yeah, i heard is getting a tv show on youtube red starring <laughs> ralph macchio and william zabka wow as daniel san and uh that douchebag whatever his name was cobra kai guy does he have a pacemaker by now sweep the leg johnny johnny <laughs> what was johnny's last name i don't care so anyway, Johnny Evil Low, Lawrence, <laughs> Johnny, Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence, or Johnny Larry, as he's known to his friends. And he's not. Yeah, <laughs> Jonathan Larry. Yes. Uh, Thirty years after the events of the All Valley Karate Tournament, a <laughs> a down and out Johnny seeks redemption by reopening the infamous Cobra Kai dojo, reigniting his rivalry with a now successful Daniel Larusso, who has been struggling to maintain balance in his life without the guidance of his mentor, Mr. Miyagi, who died 30 years ago. <laughs> well, in real life. 
didn't he? Fat Marita? I don't know. Oh well, he was he was much younger than he was playing. Maybe Pat Marita, but I don't anyway, know. he was a World War II guy. Well, so there's yeah. the yeah, there's the thing about how Ralph Macchio now is older than Pat Marita was when he played yeah. Mr. Miyagi. Well, that's that's <laughs> happening. That's happening with all of our stuff. Luke's, you know, Mark Hamill is older than Obi Wan uh, or uh, uh, Alec uh, Guinness, Guinness yeah. was, yeah, and all yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, we're 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 officially that far out on that. Terrifying. We're, we're we're all grandpa and grandma. Yeah. <laughs> no. So that's scary. Yep. <laughs> How time goes by. So let's hope that um that Barney Stinson shows up in this thing. Because that would be awesome. Neil if Neil Patrick Harris, he did not necessarily as Barney, but if he just shows up in this thing as like a, a business partner or some you know, somebody <laughs> that Johnny knows, Johnny's friend. Cameo. Do the an in joke within an in joke uh-huh. within an in joke kind of thing where he because Bar- because Barney <laughs> claims that Johnny is the hero, right? <laughs> <laughs> he, everything was going fine for him. He had his little uh, karate group and his bunch of friends, and he had a girlfriend. And then that little Russo kid, kid came shows along. up and <laughs> ruins everything. <clears throat> and he has the redemption arc at the end. Mm-hmm. He shakes, he shakes, he shakes Russo's Larusso's hand at the end. <laughs> and hands him the trophy. Yeah, he yeah. has. A, he's the he's the redeemed character in that movie. <laughs> Johnny Larusso was the same all the way through. <laughs> Daniel uh, Larusso, Johnny Larusso, <laughs> yeah, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny had the John, had, Johnny had Larusso the runs runs he's the, the pizza ch- joint yeah, back he, in Jersey. He's the one who changed his his, his uncle. Johnny changed. <laughs> You want character development? There you go. Yeah, don't don't watch Back to the Future. That's for sure. <laughs> Main characters, anyway. Anyway, anyway. Got any news there, Lisa? Anything you want to insert here? News. Um, I don't have news. I've been spending all of my time playing Star Wars: Edge of the Empire, uh, which has been interesting. <laughs> How, how's the Edge of the Empire? Uh, it's it's a great game. It's got a great die system. Um, <laughs> our storyline is fairly interesting. Uh, we have a, a, a Wookiee, a Rodian, a Bothan, and a droid <laughs> on a ship called the Sundered Apogee, which has been lovingly deemed the Sundered Applebee's. <laughs> yeah, so you can't you can't ever do anything. In you know, it, just. Uh... <laughs> People, the players find a way to twist your words. You name something the wrong thing, and you're doomed. Does it have a kind of tattered green and white striped awnings? <laughs> no, but I think I'm going to add that. <laughs> Put a nice touch on it. Does it have two for one apps on Wednesdays? <laughs> oh no, but it has a an alcoholic Wookie. <laughs> Our alcoholic Wookiee actually ended up being molested by the both and, and covered in baby oil. He woke up from a drunken stupor covered in baby oil and vomit puke. How do you get baby oil out of Wookiee hair? I was still. Good Lord. That's like the video I saw online of some kid that washed his little brother's ha- hair in butter. <laughs> and the mom's talking to him and they're they're lying like the kid's head is covered in butter his his older brother's hands are covered in butter and the kid's like mom's like did you do that no, no. We, we don't know <laughs> she's what got happened. it all on camera it's great <laughs> how am i gonna wash that out 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, at least even before you mentioned baby oil, just the phrase drunken Wookiee made me think, God, what are the what do the mats look like on him? <laughs> Pretty bad. <laughs> the smell was worse. <laughs> Wait. Uh, so is this a Wookiee smell like? Is this an RPG? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. a tabletop. First, I thought uh, this was a, a video game, and then I'm like, "Well, wait a minute. How do you make a drunken <laughs> character in a video game? <laughs> is that a thing now? <laughs> I am <Very> in. <laughs> uh, you you have unlocked uh, baby oil. <laughs> Would you like to put the baby oil on the Wookiee? Yeah, it gives you a choice. It gives you a choice of three things to do with the baby oil, and one of them, the bottom choice is cover, put it on the passed out drunken Wookie. Cover the Wookie in it. And I'm, of course, I'm imagining something that's like Nintendo level graphics. The, the little short squat guy with the little bit. bubble comes up that says, "What would you like to do with the baby oil? Put it on, you know, A for this choice. B, put it on the Wookie." Uh, we have a bar called the wet wookie (laughs) inspired by the baby oil of course again with the bad smells right (laughs) (laughs) so it's been fun it's been fun other than that we're uh binge watching hannibal uh and working and that's about it (laughs) that's my life exciting i binge watch hannibal and game a lot which one is hannibal hannibal uh, stars mads mickelson and he crosses is... the alps into rome on elephants and fights the roman what <laughs> no it's not that hannibal. it's it's, it's opera it's the one with it it uh takes the baby oil and puts it on its skin or it gets the hose again <laughs> that's it's puts, that sorry one. puts it on its fur <laughs> uh, mads mickelson is hands down the best uh the best hannibal that i've seen uh, he's outstanding in the role. He does not copy the Anthony Hopkins character. He does make it his own. Um, however, he has the same, you know, calm, cool demeanor. He has the same classiness. Um, there's an elegance about him. Um, super intellectual, you know. Yeah, and it and it helps that he's kind of a weird-looking dude. Mm-hmm. He's not your classically like you don't you don't expect him to be the leading character in anything except Hannibal. Yeah, <laughs> he does. Well, he... he was in the new Star Wars, the Rogue One. Well, mm-hmm. he's he's been in he's been in a bunch of stuff, but he's got a he's got a distinctive look. Say, I'll say that. I think he's from Denmark. He is. He is Danish. It puts the baby oil on its skin, or else it gets the Wookie. <laughs> <laughs> what? It gets the Wookie. <laughs> Go get him, Wookie. Oh, a new STD nickname. Go get the Wookiee! <laughs> I don't know what happened. I was on this planet, I hooked up with this guy, and then I caught the Wookiee. Got a case of the Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I designed the Death Star. Now I just eat people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, my lord. that That's the guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> there was a fella in uh, in Texas, mm-hmm. in Dallas, Texas. Oh, actually, this is Dias, reported, this is reported from Dallas. <laughs> Two an, East, an East Texan man <laughs> uh, was wounded. He fired his gun at something, and uh, the bullet ricocheted back at him. Oh, <laughs> what? what oh, okay. Well, then we'll let Lisa okay, guess. Yeah, Lisa, Lisa guess guess. can you guess what he fired his gun at that ricocheted back at him and hit him in the face? 
Lord, a car. <laughs> Think smaller. Smaller? Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have fun with this. We'll... Uh, was he was he like playing target practice, shooting at a can, tin cans? Think a little bigger. <laughs> uh, thinking, thinking. Uh, about deer, the size of a bird box. Shooting a, shooting a deer. No, bigger, bigger, bigger than that. It, so, something's got a heartbeat. Oh, oh, crap. He was shooting at another human being? No, he was shooting at an armadillo. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered how hard that armadillo like... shell is. That You know, the crunchy, caddy, the crunchy candy shell coating of the armadillo shell. That's Tell hard. Us. Tell turns yeah. out, at least for that particular one, Those it's bulletproof. <laughs> they, they will tear up your car. They will tear up the uh, the bottom of your car. They you will shoot. They will they will fling bullets back at your face too. Apparently, yeah. yikes! Went out his, outside. Oh, this is awesome! I didn't even notice this here. It went outside his home in Marietta, southwest of Texarkana, at around three a.m. on Thursday morning. He spotted the armadillo on his property. Decided he wanted that armadillo off his off in his property, and it opened fire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. His wife was in the house. He went outside and took his thirty-eight revolver and shot three times at the armadillo. <laughs> Hitting it and himself The shells deflected at least one of the bullets, which then struck the man in the jaw. Ow. <laughs> oh, God. That's terrifying. Apparently he's Not all... even the squishy part of the face. Apparently he's all right, um, but his jaw's wired shut, so you know darn well that all of his Texan buddies, his East Texas buddies, are in there ribbing him over what happens, and he can't defend himself verbally. Yeah. Because his jaw's all... <laughs> shut up. You shut up. You shut up. I won't talk about it anymore. Don't make it fun of me. That armadillo sure got the better of you, huh, Hoss? But <laughs> <laughs> just what you were there, you didn't see him, but... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> just doing a, I don't know. He's just jawing at him when, without being able to jaw at him. <laughs> it was a freak accident. A jaw shut it armadillo and it was back on Yeah, whatever you say, Hosner. Want a beer? Oh, wait. You're going to have to drink it through a straw. Ha, ha, ha. Sounds like a back, backwoods Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's play the game, Lisa. Oh, this is nothing okay. like. There's nothing like a good armadillo shooting. Oh, and the response is, and this is nothing like a good armadillo shooting. Good. <laughs> Better duck. Anyway, That's terrifying. If Vooch is listening, he'll, find, he'll, 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 he'll get a chuckle out of that one. Oh my god! Oh, I did have. Uh, I did have one. Did you guys? Uh, Read about NASA this week and the uh, the new position that they uh, put up on their website. The new what? The, the new position that NASA put up on their website this week. I think the, I think I might know what you're talking about. I don't. The planetary well, protection officer. Oh yes, yes, yes. I've heard about this. Go ahead. <laughs> Helping to thwart the spread of extraterrestrial life, intentionally or unintentionally. <laughs> On Earth to outside the solar system, <laughs> which is fabulous. Um, basically, it's uh, planetary protection is concerned with um, the avoidance of organic constituent and, quote, uh, biological contamination in human and robotic space exploration. Like how so, when those fellows came off the moon, they got put in the room for three weeks? 
to make sure they <laughs> didn't like, bring back no space bugs. Space bugs. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. It's like a it's space part of trash van. No, they're 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 space uh they're space uh exterminators. <laughs> I mean, well, they'll 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 upgrade them when we start bringing back like you know things that are attached to our spines and controlling us. Right. But for the time right, being, right. It's, they're worried about microbes. Like we're not sending yeah. something out there that might mess around with some other planetoids ecosystem, such as it were. We're not bringing something back here mm-hmm. that is potentially dangerous. The contamination protocol kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, as long as they but don't there's... bring back space vampires and Peter Cronenberg, David Cronenberg, whatever has anything to do with it. Was that that bad movie we watched? Uh, <laughs> you're talking about... Um, space vampires. Life, life Force. That's it. The <laughs> space vampire movie that featured a chase through a <laughs> hallway with a series of doors in it. Where they ran down a hallway and went through a door and then ran down a hallway and went through a door and ran down a hallway and went through a door and ran down a hallway and went through a door. It was a very secure building. And then the person who was chasing them ran down the hallway and went through the door and ran down the hallway and went through the door and ran down the hallway and went through the door. It was a very, very secure government facility that the space vampires managed to get into. No, it wasn't secure. All the doors were open. There weren't any locks. in the White House. There weren't any locks on any of those doors. But did you hear? Are you are you getting to the rest of the story, or is that the story, Lisa? Yeah, no, that's um, pretty much the story. But oh, because uh, I saw yeah. an, a, a related story and something built off of that was like some little kid wrote a letter in, proclaiming himself. A, a, he basically wrote in a letter to NASA saying all sorts of you know stuff about you know I, I love NASA and I want to study space and blah blah blah. A little kid, and he mm-hmm. pro- proclaimed himself in his salutation or his uh, his signature at the end to be a guardian of the galaxy apparently also a fan of the movie series wait that's a real thing guardian, that's a position guardian of have? the galaxy he's a guardian of the galaxy okay. according to himself his letter oh yes oh, okay. and nasa wrote back telling him about that exact office <laughs> that, that 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 such a thing exists that you can be a guardian of the galaxy by helping to make sure that we don't send contaminants out and we don't bring any contaminants back and all that kind of stuff. And they also said all sorts of nice things about, you know, you know, studying space and, you know, keep, you know, uh, keep, keep studying and make sure, you know, get good grades. And we, we look forward to uh, having you here soon. That's fabulous. <laughs> Signed NASA. Well, and it's, it's legitimate. They said that, uh, that there is the possibility, a very real possibility on um, some of Jupiter's moons that, uh, um, that there could be microbes, uh, living in the waters there, uh, you know, so there's, we don't know, you know? Yep. Well, it's at some point we're going to find something. Absolutely. The nine banded armadillo coming soon to a place near you. <laughs> I hope not. Sure. Get your guns, get <clears throat> your guns. Yeah. It's all over the Southeast and the South. And parts of the Southwest, okay. What a, and up into the plains. Is it? Uh, is it, it? Is it? Is it like deforesting us? Or I mean, what's it doing? What's no? What's, it's just what's like the threat? expanding its range. Okay. Um, yeah. It's, it's 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 about at Macon in Georgia. Oh, nice. And it it, it it's, its potential range goes all the way up into uh, Southern Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Rhode oh, Island. What? Yeah. <laughs> Well, it just rolls up in a little ball and just floats <laughs> with the tide, <laughs> right? Some kid released it during his Pokemon game. They caught an armadillo. I don't know. It was in a ball. 
Well, and then and you know, it's only going to move as fast as the thing can move. I mean, it's not like a bug that can get on your windshield and then you can drive 100 miles with the bug on the windshield and like basically take it to another planet mm-hmm. as far as that bug's concerned. Oh my god. I've done that. Oh my god. I've done that. I've been driving and realized <laughs> that I have like a ladybug or something on my windshield and I just like, okay, just keep an eye on it. I'm just like I drive from work to home and I'm like, all right. Welcome to your new home. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have any friends here. Yeah. <laughs> this, they get that death grip and they lower themselves the, down, to the, the, down to the glass. And they're the, like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm too afraid to fly away. It's going too fast. All the cultural <laughs> norms are going to be different. People are going, you know, all the bugs are going to be speaking, They might not even have the same language. different languages. Yeah. <laughs> be careful about, you know, how you give the A-OK symbol. You might be actually telling <laughs> some flip, bug to F off. off. Yeah. <laughs> Careful which hand you shake hands with that has you know cultural implications. Yeah, which of which of your six or eight or ten or twelve hands that twelve? What what bug? All has the hands 12? on this side of my body I use to wipe my butt. My my seven butts. Yeah, but we only have six butts up here in this part of the world. What are you, some kind of freak? Where'd you come from? A moon of Jupiter or he's something? A, he's a buggist. <laughs> <laughs> Filthy well, buggist. Apparently, uh, back in the day, they people used to hunt and eat them, and now they don't anymore, and so they oh. just, you know, effed themselves. <laughs> I imagine it's like... Back to dominance. It's similar to, like, why it's so hard to... It's it You know, people don't really go after the coconut very often anymore because it's just a lot of work. Like, you want to eat Jeez, an armadillo? such a pain in the ass. Yeah. These, oh, these armadillos are... They're, 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 they're okay tasting, and they're a lot of work. I can't cut this damn shell off. Here, let me try and shoot it. <laughs> let me try to shoot it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that only happens once. <laughs> Oh, are you kidding me? This is East Texas. We're going to hear a story about this same guy three years from now. That poor guy. <laughs> Shooting himself Can in the jaw. Can you imagine having to tell the ER about that? <laughs> especially, as you're, especially when your jaw is hanging off. <laughs> like one side is unhinged. I don't know. This guy just ran by and shot me in the face. No, no. It was actually not. The armadillo, on the other hand, has a great story to tell all of his armadillo friends. <laughs> This fellow came out to kill me. I just curled up in a ball. He shot himself in the face. (laughs) He's a New England armadillo at that. He was just visiting his family. You'll never guess what happened when I went to see my uncle in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, those Texas humans sure are dumb. We need a recruitment campaign for, um, you know, military military armadillo. Yeah, I wonder if a uh, like armadillo shell could be made into a lightweight and high performance bulletproof vest or armor. Since there's so many of them, just farm them. <laughs> Can you imagine the uh, the look on the enemy's face when like 500 armadillo get launched into well, the air? When when the when the when the apocalypse comes and we all need to start fighting each other for for water and lobster bibs. Um, <laughs> what? Which is that's what lobster I decided. Lobster bibs. Yeah, that's what I decided. I would I would stockpile lobster bibs for the end of the world. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> it's a thing. It's a whole thing. Oh no! But, but when the, ap- the apocalypse comes, and we're all going to need to we're all going to need to arm up and fight each other for for supplies. <laughs> what you could do is like what you need to do right now is just like start figuring out what those lob or not what those lobsters what those armadillos uh, really like. Like what flavor do they like? 
or something that'll really attract them. Yeah. And then you get a whole bunch, you know, a bunch, like a whole bunch of jars of that flavor, and you keep that around. And when you're ready to go fight, you just go into armadillo territory and slather that stuff on your body, and they'll mm. just climb up all over on top of you, and you have like armadillo armor. Armor dillo. Armor dillo. That'll just form up on you, almost like a bunch of robots coming together to form one larger robot. <laughs> And then, uh, and then you, you know, you go take, uh, go kill some people and take their 12 gallons of water. Oh my God, we're being attacked. <laughs> hey, hang on a second. Let me get my jars of flavor. <laughs> we'll have it in like a squirt gun or something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll attract some armadillos. Hold them off until the armadillos come. <laughs> we'll hide here signs. until the, we'll hide here until the armadillo migration. <laughs> signs everywhere saying, beware, attack armadillo. <laughs> Can you be teach ferocious. him? Can you can you teach him to be really vicious? Can you teach armadillos to attack? What do they eat? Because if you could teach them to attack, that's a pretty solid. Uh, oh they probably eat like bugs or something. They're probably they're probably herbivores. Real, yeah, they're probably really uh, unimpressive. Placental mammal. Vertebrates and insects, including beetles, grubs, and worms. Yeah, see, I knew it. It's going to be something they're like anteaters. Yeah, yeah, they're going to just grub around in your dirt, and you're going to. You know your bugs in your garden. Oh. Apparently, they have really poor eyesight. Oh, so. good. They wouldn't even be very good if you could t- teach them to attack. They'd <laughs> just like, as likely to attack you. Sick him killer, and <laughs> he just goes and runs and like chomps on the car tire. He just wow. looks, just looks at you and goes, "What? Huh? <laughs> you want me to sick him?" <sighs> <laughs> the giant armadillo grows up to fifty-nine inches long and weighs up to one hundred and nineteen pounds. While the, and I think here, I don't know why this isn't like a a hipster fad for pets, but it, it needs to be. The pink fairy armadillo, five to six inches long. I think we need to start a business selling pink, pink fairy armadillos. Okay. Sell them right along hermit crabs with decorated shells. We'll call them cotton candy armadillos because that's <laughs> so ironic. And it has a better name, but they're it's still so fluffy. Pink. <laughs> so those fluffy, are, I'm those gonna are, die. Those are not cute. That's they the are whole point. Not cute. That's the whole. That's yeah. why hipsters will yeah. like them. Yeah, that's no good. <laughs> Check out my horribly ugly, disgusting pet. This rare pink armadillo, armadillo, literally can't survive as a pet. When people steal oh. them from the wild, they die within a week. Oh, they are furry <laughs> on the bottom. Yeah. Aw. It looks kind of like a piece of sushi. It does. It does <laughs> it does look like sushi. It looks like shrimp sushi. And in it fact, that's like... one of the that's the first picture is Yeah. <laughs> it looks yeah. like sushi <laughs> just like labradoodles look like fried chicken. That's the first picture that comes up on Google is is a pink fairy armadillo and uh, on top of what looks like uh salmon. Salmon. Yeah, they need their habitat. They need to live in the in the land that they live in. I'm not finding the specifics of why that is, but yeah, you you, you don't want to take them as a pet. You'll just kill them. Okay, uh, Nerdburger <laughs> listeners, do not take the pink fairy armadillos home. Go get that giant, <laughs> hundred and twenty pound one. <laughs> the giant armadillo. And do not use it for target practice. Yes, please. If you want to teach it to attack, find some other way to uh, convince it. <laughs> don't 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 brandish a weapon at it. 
even if it goes off accidentally, you could end up shooting your jaw off. It has kind of ridiculous feet too. Yeah, it does. They're big. They're big feet for the size of the animal. It's it, and it's furry. It's like the Hobbit of armadillos. <laughs> sure. I feel like I expect this thing to be in like labyrinth, you know, <laughs> like something you'd ride on, like armored Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> or or you you'd have two of them, one for each foot, <laughs> and then you'd ride on that, <laughs> just across the ground. <laughs> There's a David Bowie's like crotch skates. joke in there somewhere. <laughs> All right. You got any other news, Mike? Speaking of pets. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember the story about the woman that used to work at Google that is developing a hipster stocking hat that the technology's totally not invented yet, but she has it all she has is an idea and she's starting a company and she says within eight years she'll have this stocking cap that'll be able to read your thoughts and transmit your thoughts. Yep, I remember that. We yep. made yeah. fun of it. Yep. So somebody else, uh Amazon is backing uh this thing, which is uh, a pet translator that they say <laughs> that they don't have any technology for, um, but futurists that they that they have employed uh, say that that they could make a pet translator that'll allow you to talk to your dog within ten years. <laughs> they're they're just they're gonna start working on it any day now, and then it, and then from then ten years. But they have no idea how they're gonna do it. I can tell you, but they a, say that they can do it. I can tell you what a dog is saying right now. What is up with these empty scientific promises, people? These products. <laughs> what is going on with the universe? Hey, I have an idea. Uh, I think we could do that in like eight or ten years. I can tell you exactly what a dog's thoughts are going to sound like. Oh? Exactly. It's uh, already been represented for us I'm in a movie. I'm scared. The movie is poop. The movie is called Up. Yeah. And Doug <laughs> yeah. the dog has a little helmet thing on, doesn't he, or something? He's got like a little chip or whatever going on, and he can he can speak. And he is the most unfocused ADD just can't get a sentence out. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, that's your dogs. So you're mm-hmm. going to be listening to them. Go watch up. <laughs> just I need to see that. Where he just in the middle of it he's he's in he's in the middle of like telling, telling you something really important. Oh, is that worse? Yeah, I need something to go squirrel. <laughs> And, I, and make sure, no matter, make sure, always remember, no matter what, don't forget this, never squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> and then he runs off and then, you know, you die in a volcano or, you know, whatever, whatever the show's about, you know, whatever, whatever thing he was trying to warn you of. <laughs> did I, did either of you see Downward Dog, the no. TV show? Um, I am familiar with the yoga position. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was, uh, this was an eight episode uh, series that ABC then canceled because ABC sucks and always cancels the good shows, and um, and it starred uh, uh oh, what's her name um, you know that she was actress. the pregnant uh cop on Fargo in season one. I don't remember her name because she yeah. was like a person that nobody knew, and I don't remember her name anymore. Well, anyway, this was like her next big thing, and okay, so she was uh she played the the single. Uh, thirty-year-oldish uh, professional, and and she had a dog, and they um they CGI'd in like a little bottom chin, like a little bottom lip, and a little bottom row of little teeth, mm-hmm. looked real subtle. So it wasn't you know, and it was just like so they made the dog talk, and then they had the this dog that was trained to sit there and 
turn and look and give like and actually make facial expressions and stuff right and um and then they voiced over it and it was hilarious and uh they canceled it so, and the but, dog and the dog was pr- probably far too focused and on point with everything <laughs> he was focused enough to make sense okay yeah they did a he really good job he wasn't dug the they dog. got they got a lot of dogisms they shoehorned a ton of dogisms into this thing that sure. it was it was pretty funny so okay. her story was the the A plot and his story was the B plot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good stuff. I haven't seen it. I'll take, and a, now take you your won't. word for it. <laughs> That's okay. I've got I've got an I've got a new show I'm watching. What's that? <laughs> well, are we going to get onto that stuff now? Is that where we're going? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, Lisa, we'll get to uh, your shark tastic discussion shortly. Sure. Um, did, Lisa, I mentioned in email the other day. Did, did you yes. watch an episode of what I what I pointed to you pointed you to? I have not yet. Okay, there's a show. I have been off of Sci-Fi the channel for the shows that are on there. I've tried a couple of things. I just haven't gotten into them. I tried Killjoys. I tried The Expanse. I just didn't get into them since like Battlestar Galactica. That's like the end. Like the last time I've really watched anything. So ten, year, 10 years ago. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe <laughs> maybe maybe there was something else in there. Was uh, where Warehouse Thirteen was. Is that sci-fi? I don't know. I don't remember for sure what channel it was on. I watched Warehouse 13. Anyway. Sounds right. Um, There's a show on <laughs> I think Warehouse sci-fi. 13 might have changed networks at some point, but I'm pretty sure it I don't was remember on this sci-fi sp- at some point. Moving along. I, um, and then there's Being Human. I watched that as well. Um, the, the Canadian version. And But there's a show on there now called Blood Drive. <laughs> <laughs> that is... <laughs> The weirdest, just most like it's bizarre. It's so bizarre. Um, I'm not even sure what to make of it. It's a dystopian road race with cars that run on blood. That's the core of it. <laughs> Think Cannonball Run, <laughs> but the cars run on blood because this is like this dystopian world where gasoline is inc- oil is incredibly expensive. And water is rare and people are fighting for survival and like government has basically crumbled and there's like a corporation that is behind all sorts of horrible things. And it's, it's incredibly violent, vulgar. Um, it's like it, it, there's F bombs dropping. It's full of sex. Um, there's supernatural elements that have popped up. There are androids. Oh boy. (laughs) You can say it's very, uh, Tarantino. It is very seventies grindhouse. It is very 70s grindhouse exploitation movie kind of look. Um, it's got a, an aesthetic to it that is, it, like, like it's, the production design is great. It's like, there's never, you're never watching something. It's never boring on screen. There's always something to look at. Um, and it's got, you know, like, believe it or not, it's like, you know, the, the, the stories are ridiculous and the dialogue can be ridiculous at times, but it's like, it's edited well. It's got, it's great camera work. It's great production design, the style of it. <laughs> I've watched three episodes and I'm like, oh my God, this is just so bizarre. Sci-fi network? It's on sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. Warehouse 13 was on tonight. sci-fi, by the way. What? Warehouse yeah. 13 was on sci-fi yeah. the whole time. I don't know why I thought it was on another one. Um, I mean, there's a character called, his name is Clown Dick. <laughs> 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 That's the character's name. 
How do I know that? So his first name is Clown and his middle name is Richard. What's his last name? I don't know. Because um, when they set you up, they kind of like they let you know who all the racers are going to be. And they, they do this thing where they you know, like the guitar riff is going and the camera comes around and freeze frames on the person. And they throw their name on the screen and there's names like Fat Elvis and Clown Dick. And <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so weird. Just, he had to have a blast making that, honestly. It is. It is. It is. It, <laughs> Clown dick. So did it just start? Is it only three episodes no, it's, old? They're, or they're eight episodes in. I've never even heard of this show. I just happened to swing through sci-fi's on demand. Like, okay, what's going on here? I've like, heard of Blood the, Drive. I've heard of the show this? a while. I think you brought it up. No. You don't remember? That's weird. Because this is... Okay. Maybe. maybe maybe somebody else brought it up to you at some point if they saw yeah, something maybe going, hey, What's maybe. that? It just sounded like something that you would you would be into and would Absolutely, already know about. Would, you would think so, but I'm so I'm kind of surprised. I'm so that out of you, touch. You just found it. I'm so out of touch with that channel right now. I just haven't been watching anything. They're like eight episodes in. The season's almost done. Who is this I guy just with the top it. hat? That's the that's the uh, the master of ceremonies for the race. Oh, God. <laughs> the ringmaster. Yeah, I can't think of his first name. His last name is Slink. Oh, God. <laughs> He reminds me of like Voltaire, <laughs> gothy. Wow. Yeah, and he's big and over the top, and you know he sells it. <laughs> Nymphos. <laughs> God. The one thing that there's there's one thing that bothers me, and I I think I've figured out how they're doing it. Because there's this there's this race going on and it's done in legs and like at, at the end of each leg if you're the last person to arrive they kill you because <laughs> you know like you do um, but you know like when they take off there's always this huge group of people that are seeing the the racers off and then when the racers arrive at the finish line there's always this huge group of people waiting for them at the finish line and Slink is always there so what what vehicle is he in that he's out racing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We never see him in his, you know, I don't, is he in a jet? I mean, what, what's he, what's he, how's he getting from one place to another faster than these drivers are who are just cruising down the road? It's Captain Clown Dick. Sorry. By the way. I apologize. Thank you for your service, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Julian Slink. That's what it is. And it's starring a whole bunch of people you've never heard of. So there's, there's like, and that I, I'm saying that as a good thing. There's like, there's nobody that like, there's, you know, like they don't have their one stunt casting bit where that, like that character, it's like, oh, that's so-and-so. And it just kind of pulls you out of the thing. It's like, it's just this weird world with all these weird characters. And it's, you know, Sean Penn isn't in it, for example. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how Sean Penn does these kinds of movies. <laughs> I like this guy with a glowing tongue. I mean, I could see... Guy with the glowing tongue? Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? I could see... Have you not seen him yet? I could see somebody like Crispin Glover doing a show like this. And that wouldn't necessarily drag me out of the show, but if it was somebody that wasn't... like known, Ben Affleck. Known for doing weird, <laughs> weird stuff. <laughs> Robert Redford. <laughs> Could be worse. Could be like Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. 
Kate Winslet. God. Wait a second. It's just like every time I watch, it's like, oh, that's Kate Winslet. <laughs> New on sci-fi this summer, Blood Titanic. <laughs> Kill me like your French girl. Blood Cruise. Blood Cruise. <laughs> Titanic 2, Blood Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, 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 cru- the, 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 the cruise ship is like... It's like one of those speedboats that's up on skis. You know, once it gets really moving, it's got it's mm-hmm. like up out of the water and it's zooming across a you know a sea of blood. <laughs> There's a bunch of these racing. <laughs> Their hearts will go on because they're full of blood, and so will the boat. <laughs> when he throws the heart of the sea necklace into the ocean, does he actually really, like take her heart out of her he pulls, body? He, yeah, he, he reaches into her chest. <laughs> No, the heart the heart of the Temple sea is of doom. The heart of the sea is literally a heart. <laughs> it's yeah. It's her character's heart. Just reaches in. <laughs> Shows it to her, lets it beat a couple well, of no, times. Well, no, what it needs to be is it needs to be like literally a sequel. So it's it's Leonardo DiCaprio comes back as like a waterlogged zombie. <laughs> stalking her on one of these boats and then when he finally finds her he rips her heart out and throws it into the ocean into the blood red ocean and says there was room on that door <laughs> and then you know her lifeless corpse tumbles back into the waves mm-hmm. actually it's off the back of the boat because that has to be the back of the boat because that's where they were in the Titanic and then it hits the rotors <laughs> the t- <laughs> down below and <laughs> Kate Winslet everywhere <laughs> You know where there was a guy that survived that cra- that that the sinking of the Titanic in the yeah. water for like four hours because he was shit faced drunk. <laughs> Did he lose like fingers and toes? Or? No, nothing. Just wow. they pulled him out and he was like, "How's it going? What happened to the boat?" <laughs> <laughs> Could any of you fine gentlemen point me to the bar? So if you're ever <laughs> If you're ever out to sea... I'm starting to slip into Dean Martin there. And <laughs> your boat starts to sink, Just... immediately start pounding whiskey. Because that's what saved this guy. Yeah, that, <gasps> that'll work. That's it. What are all that's these the people next... doing in my bedroom? That's the next addition to sci-fi's Sharknado Week. Is Shark Titanic. <laughs> Shark Titanic! <laughs> Well, that'd be the third. That'd be the third sequel, <laughs> the third movie. <laughs> Titanic, Titanic three, blood cruise, blood cruise with sharks. It's just the same thing, but now they've added flying sharks in. Kate, Kate Winslet's dead zombie heart. She's riding a riding gets eaten a, by sharks. No, she, and it, <laughs> it it changes them. Yeah, right. Well, but that she rises from the grave from the watery depth as well. Riding so a shark. So she's yeah, she's she's like riding the a, lead, zombie, a zombie blood shark. The lead blood shark. Yeah, she has like a whole herd of them coming from behind to come get Leo. <laughs> they didn't run into an iceberg. They ran into a shark, punctured a hole right through the bottom of the boat. Sure, <laughs> just sharks. <laughs> Exploding as the boat hits them, and then Captain and then, Shark right ahead. Faint, faintly, you hear the sound of a of a of a chainsaw starting up, and then <laughs> Ian Zeering comes out. Okay, now we're gonna roll into that. Sorry, Ian Zeering. James James Cameron, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> now, Lisa, you've been watching shark movies. I to, have. To segue. Yeah, that's right. Sharknado Five is on tonight, and we're not gonna watch it or talk about it. Yeah. I am. I am definitely gonna watch it. Oh well. 
Sharknado 5 Global Swarming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> swarming. <laughs> oh my god, this is crazy. Where do they come up with this stuff? <laughs> so, is it like a giant worldwide hurricane of sharks? Sounds they like had... it's going to be all over. Global, yeah. Yeah, like they it. had to, uh, they really had a name, Ian's character, Finn Shepherd. God. <laughs> As shark-infested yeah. storms stronger and more complex, the world braces for the inevitable, a global sharknado. <laughs> this year, the mission gets personal. For oh, now it's personal. <laughs> yeah, now it's personal. It wasn't personal after his family members were dying. <laughs> Finn Shepard and his bionic wife, April. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they, because oh that's because the people voted to, uh, to keep her around after she you died. You could have voted her dead. Oh, that's right. It was a, it at the was, end of one of the movies. It was up and in then the they air, brought her back. And then they brought her back and they gave her a robot hand. Mm-hmm. Lisa, have you not seen the first? You've watched <laughs> them before. We've, we've, we've talked, talked about, about them with her. Yeah. We talked about, was it two, number two that we talked about with you or number three? Not important. Mm, it was the I one with the with the water slide. It was the one with the water slide full of sharks. Yeah, I think that was Sharknado 2. But this one stars Fabio as the Pope. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I'm a Pope way. Fabio. Okay, I'm watching Pope it now. Pope Fabio the first. <laughs> no, it's Pope Fabio the second. There was another one back in 1100. <laughs> <laughs> Pope Fabio. Make sure to point out it's Pope Fabio the first. <laughs> Olivia Newton-John apparently makes a cameo. Oh, uh, these things are so are so full of stunt casting now. It's it's oh they have any, been, anybody can be in. They one of have these been now. since the second one. They started stunt casting right out of the gate. If the Leonardo first, DiCaprio, first Kate sequel. Winslet show up in Sharknado <laughs> five or six, I won't be surprised. No, not at all. How the hell did they get to five of these? <laughs> well, they've done one a year. <laughs> Apparently. People are still eating they're, it up. They're popular. Sorry, yeah. unintended. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing fishy about that. Uh... So, yeah, we've got an entire week of uh, shark movies. Uh, I've only watched a couple of them. I watched Mississippi River Sharks. Uh, shark's attack of fish rodeo on the Mississippi River. Hold it, hold it. What? Shark's attack. You yeah, 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 right yeah, yeah. Shark, shark's attack. Rodeo. We get that. Shark's attack. That's that's that's, that's a, given. a given. Yeah. What? A what? A fish a rodeo. Fish rodeo. Yep. Uh, is that a real thing? I'm checking. <laughs> Gonna ride. A, like, what's their what's their equivalent of like bull riding for fish rodeos? Do they have to get on like? Is there a giant fish that they have to ride? <laughs> Tries to buck them off. Oh no! Oh, oh no! 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 <laughs> what? God, is it true? Marietta Daily Journal. Oh no! That would be the the newspaper for our town. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cobb County Parks and Recreation's annual fishing rodeo. Oh no no no! That's a fishing fishing rodeo. Okay. What's now the I'm... difference? Go ahead. What what is it? Describe what it is. Oh, I don't know. Lisa, what what's what does the fish rodeo have to do with? What was the TV fish rodeo like? <laughs> uh, it's what it sounds like. Basically, you know, they're roping roping like and wrangling fish. fish? Yeah, yeah, wrangling fish. <laughs> oh, good lord. Okay. This just looks like it's a fishing competition. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. 
Okay. Uh, there's there's a point in the movie where uh, the sheriff wades into the water to retrieve this dead body, uh, which it's funny because the dead body has like like blood right in the center of the body. It's not what you would expect, if, you know, a shark attack uh, to look like. But it, he gets pulled into the water by this shark, and the guy on the shore shoots at the shark. The sheriff comes out unscathed, and immediately a news truck pulls up and this reporter gets out and her first question is is to this sheriff sir sir can you tell us why your boot is missing it was like news flash tonight seven o'clock sheriff's boot goes missing in river (laughs) (laughs) and the cgi is terrible uh as you can imagine really (laughs) terrible (laughs) it looks like video game sharks but um, video like video game shark video game sharks from like atari 15 years ago <laughs> maybe not but 15 you know, maybe 10 it's actually funny because um there are sharks in the mississippi river um bull sharks can live in either saltwater or freshwater so um i knew there were freshwater sh- sharks but they're small yeah they're not what you would imagine. <laughs> they're not. It's they're not, not a, all great whites with giant, not a great white. giant rows of giant teeth. Uh, one of my coworkers. Giant is, rows of pointy scales in their mouth. Yeah. One of my that is that what they technically yeah. are? They're technically. They're scales. not actually teeth. That's why they have rows and rows of them, and they grow back so quickly. Hmm. Yeah. They're technically scales. My coworker, I walked in the other day, and she's like, "Yeah, they they found a great white in Lake Michigan," and I'm like, "I don't. What? That's no. right. <laughs> I don't. I have not checked. I have not fact checked, but I don't think that's right." When did Lake Michigan become saltwater? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you think we'd have heard about like, that first? He where just... <laughs> on earth would it come from? <laughs> he just he just brought a, his own bucket full <laughs> from up the up the St. Lawrence Seaway. <laughs> Stopped up there in uh, Newfoundland and, and went into the store and bought like a couple of buckets of salt, you know, like the kind that you put out for your, you know, for your, uh, your ice on your, yeah. on your driveway. And then he just went cruising on up the St. Lawrence Seaway. No, the DNR had to salt it to get rid of those uh, zebra mollusks or whatever invasive right. species is the, 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 the new concern. Start a fish rodeo on Lake Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Combine it with the Polar Bears Club. Well, a fish rodeo on saltwater would be a lot easier because everybody floats. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you don't need boats. You could just get out there, practically walk shark, on the water. Shark wrangling event. <laughs> like the Dead Sea. Isn't that how Jesus technically walked on the water? It was it was the Dead Sea? He was at fish rodeo. <laughs> it's like up, up to his knees. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that discussion with you because you're not going to like my answer. <laughs> Then we have uh, the five-headed shark attack, which I did not watch. But uh, the description is shaped like a demented starfish. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to Google demented starfish just because. Is that a a species? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, what? A monster what? (laughs) A monster five-headed shark terrorizes the open ocean before invading the beaches of Puerto Rico endangering the once peaceful island paradise i don't know if anybody's been to puerto rico but it's first of all it's not very peaceful <laughs> craig you were there just a couple of years ago right uh what puerto rico's fine was maybe Is one it, year ago what's wrong with it i i, I don't know i had a boss who 
who've spent time there and he said they're like stray dogs wandering everywhere and well, it depends where you go i suppose but i mean I, yeah. I spent all my time in san juan so i, I, I went in going, city. going in between uh, some va places um my resort hotel on the ocean <laughs> <laughs> with a casino in it and uh, a number of uh really good uh <laughs> <laughs> with 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 a number of uh really you know, good restaurants and a number of good uh yeah puerto rican and uh and cuban restaurant type places that we went to <clears throat> yes so, I, yeah. I, lo- I i discovered that i love plantains when i was mm, down the fungo. There. giant bananas that get fried mm, deep fried giant banana it's different yeah. kinds <laughs> Me- <laughs> meatier cool kinds dishes. and fruitier kinds Ooh, they have umami umami plantain uh, they just had different colors. They just called them by colors. Oh, because oh they didn't actually taste like meat? Like <laughs> no, portobello mushrooms no, when no, you no. marinate them and grill them? A meaty plant does not taste like meat, <laughs> Mike. It's just, it's just got a thicker consistency. It's usually not so sweet. It's, it's, it's got more, more fibrous. It's more fibrous. It's, it's yeah. denser. You can Be make, careful how much yeah. of that you eat you can then, you use know, the it, next morning. You can use it in place of meat in different dishes more easily. It has that kind of yeah, consistency yeah. and plays well with the other flavors that you put in there yeah yeah so today uh today was trailer park shark <laughs> trailer park shark i like the rhyme mm-hmm. <laughs> and we uh, plus we get to break out those voices again <laughs> hey hey jeb <laughs> i heard that you went off and shot yourself a shark down by the trailer park <laughs> you gonna mount that up on the wall you would think <laughs> you would think that trailer park shark would end with a sharknado, wouldn't it? Because right, <laughs> that would carry all the sh- the sh- the sharknado would be the would be the, the the hero at the end. It would show up and carry all the sharks away like a Deus ex <laughs> Deus ex shark. Well, they would be they would be attracted to each other, you know, and and be and be unable, you know, the sharknado would be unable to to not go there. It'd be like, oh, there's a trailer park and it's full of sharks. No, oh but... yeah, and it's it's a giant Jerry Springer episode, basically. <laughs> Took Craig a second to get Women. that one. No, I just Women decided fighting. I'm not going to fight for my joke. You're going to go oh, ahead with sorry. yours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a team player. I'll give in. You take you take it. You take it away. <laughs> oh, I'm done. Go ahead. Oh, okay. What was your joke? <laughs> no, totally not worth going back to anymore. But uh, meaty, meaty fibrous sharks. What? Mm. I always get a kick out of how they growl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, growling sharks. I love it. <laughs> there's a scene that uh that this guy is riding his horse toward a uh toward a shark in the water he's uh he's trying to save someone and he starts riding his horse into the water mm-hmm. and uh the shark growls and jumps out and uh-huh. then eats the horse knocking him off of it i wonder what that would sound like <laughs> Something like that, I imagine. <laughs> oh my gosh, that uh, ranks like you know I've said it ranks up there with the the, the shark at the end of Jaws for the revenge, roaring as it comes up out of the water, you know, <laughs> roaring and growling like like sharks do with their lungs and vocal cords, <laughs> and sinus diaphragms, cavities. Yeah, yeah, and their sinus cavities in their head that make everything reverberate just so, so that each roar is each each individual shark's roar is unique. That's, well, that's slightly how they, different shaped shark head. That's how they communicate with each other. Yeah, right. <laughs> if they're in, with their shark language. What 
happens if the five-headed shark is getting different messages? I'm just getting mixed signals. <laughs> I don't know, but if it was multilingual, that could get rough, man. You couldn't even like try to formulate a plan against the shark by, by speaking in a different language. <laughs> that five-headed shark can carry on at least two conversations at the same time. And, a, and and the fifth head can probably kind of follow along as long as one of the languages is a romance language. <laughs> this this head over here knows Portuguese, doesn't, but these two know Spanish. See where I'm going? Yeah. The Portuguese yeah. can listen to the Spanish one and kind of get the gist of what well, they're no, the, talking the, about. The fifth head knows Latin. <laughs> sure. Studied Latin in, uh, in at university, and so he can understand all of them. I went to Oxford. A little bit. <laughs> Oxford shark. <laughs> Oxford Shark. That sounds like a great show for like for like the comedy for Comedy Central or something like that. Oxford like Shark. Do I use the Oxford Shark? Do I not use the Oxford Shark? You always use the Oxford Shark. Man, I can't. I People can't. who don't use the Oxford Shark deserve to be eaten by an Oxford Shark. I can't not notice the, the how often people don't use the Oxford comma when they it's, should. It's everywhere. It's it's maddening, and thank you for pointing it out to me. We would we would solve a lot of the world's problems with overpopulation if we just got rid of all the people, people who that don't use, don't the, use Oxford the Oxford comma. comma. Yep. <laughs> We'd so solve the a lot last of problems. two are uh, Toxic Shark and Empire of the Sharks, uh, which. <laughs> Empire of the Sharks, set in a future where most of the Earth is covered by water and the only land left is controlled by a warlord who rules with an army of hyper-intelligent sharks. I was waiting for it to be... Is most Kevin of the, Costner in there? I was waiting for most of the world is covered by water and the only piece of land is ruled by a shark. <laughs> she said it. You were close, but I was like, literally, like, you get up, you swim and swim and swim and swim and sharks on your tail, swim and swim and swim and fall. Land! Swim and swim and swim and pull yourself up on land and then there's like a, a shark with feet yep. that's walking around <laughs> hey how's it going don't try to get away i'm smarter shark. than you i've been to oxford <laughs> <laughs> they need to do a land shark movie you know like sharks in the desert desert well, shark oh they did like a ghost shark a while back those those sharks will come get you anywhere <laughs> ghost shark was one of well, them and, yeah sharknado sharks can get you anywhere that's true well i mean if, if it's if, if the weather's clear you know you're okay no no not no it's not because frequently they film in in when it's sunny and the sky is blue because that's the only weather they have in southern california when they're filming sharknado <laughs> i mean i'm talking about if it was real if sharknados oh, oh, were real oh, right yeah. and i looked outside and it was a, a clear sunny day i'm probably not going to get killed by a sharknado well, not if it's anything like the movies. Because <laughs> you, you can have a raging Sharknado that's killing you know, half day. the city over here, but then all of the the act the filming that you do of the ad, the principal actors over here is in bright sunlight with blue skies behind them. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Well, of course, you're not safe if it's Toxic Shark because it uses projectile acid to hunt. Is that a trauma movie? <laughs> it should be. Toxic Shark. Toxic Shark. Toxic Avenger Shark. <laughs> toxic, like the Velociraptor. Or no, it wasn't Avenger. the Velociraptor. What was it that shot the acid in uh, in? Uh, oh, it yeah. at 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 at, at Newman. Wayne Knight's character. Park. It was all. It showed its. Uh, it showed its, its little pretty colored frilly thing. things on the side of its head. And he's like, "Oh, you're such a cute little baby." And then it spit acid in his face. And then him and his buddies went and tore Newman apart. We didn't get to see yeah. that. That happened off screen. And then the. The the can of uh, the fake can of uh, 
shaving cream ended up getting covered by the mud <laughs> mm-hmm. that was full of all of the the DNA yeah. or the embryos or whatever. A picture of that in a movie. Oh, good little shark! Come here, buddy! Come here! Come here! I mean, acid. For the record, if I'm ever if if things ever start to go south and my if my world starts to feel like a horror movie, um. And, and and this goes for everybody. Like if you if you suddenly think you're in a horror movie, you gotta, kind of like things are going. Hmm, some weird stuff's happening here. This might be at the beginning of a horror movie. If at any time anything looks cute, <laughs> non formidable, precious, if, it, if it's approaching you and it looks like that, do not <laughs> encourage it to come closer. Even even if it's a little five inch long, pink furry, large footed. Uh, mini fairy armadillo. Sure. You know what, Mike? Even if it's your child. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's your three-year-old. Well, if I have a three-year-old, that is a horror movie for me. It's a horror movie for that three-year-old as well, I'm afraid. <laughs> the feeling is mutual. My husband and I have a horror movie clause. Yeah, because a horror movie really clause? It never goes yeah. well when the cute thing approaches you in the horror movie. <laughs> Well, we we always say, you know, like if you are invoking the horror movie clause, then there's something really strange going on, you know, because people are always like, no, no, this thing is happening, and the friends are always like, nah, you're 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 BSing us, yeah. So if we invoke the horror movie clause, then we know something's up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if somebody starts pointing out how this is getting this is getting deadly, this is like feels like a horror movie. This is any, like anything. They start pointing out the danger. Don't be yeah. one of those yeah. douchebags that says no. Hey, you it's know fine. We... Leave the beaches open. It's the tourist <laughs> season. Or if, or if anybody <laughs> suggests that we all split up, yeah. right? Yeah. I'll be right back. <laughs> don't say it. Just don't say it. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're. Uh... I'm exhausted. That was a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's way more fun than the actual Sharknado 5 is probably going to be. (laughs) Probably. Very likely. But if it's got Pope Fabio in it, I'll um, probably watch it. I'll record it anyway. (laughs) Thank you, Lisa, for joining us Yes, thank you so much. Good to talk to you again. for finally coming back. We finally got you. We'll uh, we'll get (laughs) you back on the schedule again. We'll get you back on the schedule soon. Yeah, absolutely. Keep trying. So are are we going to say Finn at the end of this show? (laughs) Finn. (laughs) Like the French would say, but it's a shark. It is a shark. Oh, Finn. 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 Sure, we can do that. Sure, we'll throw that at at the end at some point. Um, Mike. Craig. Where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, nerdburgershow at gmail.com. Give us a review or some stars or whatever on iTunes. Yes, please. Rating. That's it. That's what that's called when you have stars. It's a rating. <laughs> and well done. Thank you. And you can go to nerdburgergames.com for game stuff or drivethroughrpg.com to purchase a copy of Murders and Acquisitions. <laughs> on the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig. You know what? I'm not even going to try. There's no way I'm going to top Titanic 2-ish blood cruise in this outro. So if you want something funny here, just go back and listen to that part again. We'll be all good.
Bin. Bin. <laughs> well, I pronounce. I did. I did Bean. the shark. The American shark pronunciation. Fan. 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 That's the southern. In the trailer the park. southern pronunciation. Fan. <laughs> hey, y'all, Finn. <laughs> it's so bad. It is so so bad. Like Good. girls and Daisy Dukes on the top of these submerged like trailer homes <laughs> fighting at each other. I don't want to come over there with you, you dumb liberal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have to look for that on and, and put that on the DVR yeah. too. It's it's pretty funny. Finn. Yeah.